Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the solid rock of God's Word? Welcome to the podcast today. I hope that you're looking forward with anticipation to just learning some more things about having harmony in your home and resolving biblical conflict. I can't think of a a greater pursuit than to have all of our home life in accordance with the Word of God. So it's great to have you here today. I hope that you maybe got a cup of coffee or got an opportunity to, uh, with unbroken uh, ability to listen to what's going on in the podcast. And hopefully maybe you can write some things down that you can evaluate concerning your own relationships within your family. Uh, that, uh, you know, the, the old saying is, is as the family goes, so goes the church. And there's a lot of truth to that, that one of the reasons why our churches are so weak today is because our families have been decimated by our culture. And so it's so important that our families be a representation of God's ideal as given in his word. Now, that does not that's not to say that everybody in your family is going to be perfect. Certainly, we all know that's not going to be the case. But we do know that there ought to be this this ever increasing desire to want God to be to be at home in our family. That if the Lord were to walk in, He would not feel it very awkward, or neither would you. And so it's good for us to to look at this and find out that uh, be working on getting our family lives in a way that would be a trophy of God's grace that people notice this. Uh, I don't think it it, it uh, it's any surprise to anybody that uh, a, a Bible believing home where Christ is preeminent, where the Bible is valued, where God is magnified, uh, that's that's something that's very much uh, foreign to our culture today. So with that in mind, we're going to take this opportunity now to spend a little bit of time on getting a biblical. Uh, viewpoint of what conflict really is, and let's make let's define some terms, and then I want us to turn. If you do have a Bible, I'd invite you to turn to Romans chapter twelve. And during this podcast, we're going to begin with that because I I believe Romans chapter twelve is critical. Understanding it is critical to you having a home that is a joy to be a part of. When you turn to Romans chapter 12, it's good to remember that the Apostle Paul has given 11 chapters of theology, 11 chapters of good Bible doctrine and teaching. Uh, And the first issue that he takes up after leaving all that, uh, those principles and theology and right teaching, the first issue he takes up is about presenting your bodies as a living sacrifice, a holy sacrifice that's acceptable to God. He goes on to say, be not conformed to this world, because of course this world has all kinds of arguments and philosophies regarding every area of life. In fact, uh, in Psalm 1, you are reminded of this, that the ungod- that the godly man does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. This world has a ton of opinions about every conceivable human problem. They want to tell you how to raise your children. They want to tell you what you're supposed to do with your money. They want to tell you about what you do with your health. They want to tell you what you do in your church. They want to, the the world has a ton of opinions about every human problem out there. 
And there are times when they occasionally stumble on some biblical principle, but usually they're they're way out in left field and completely misguided in their counsel. And so you're told, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then the verse that's really important that I want to highlight for today in the podcast is in verse 3 of Romans 12, where you are told, and uh, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. Did you hear what I just said? You are told that as a result of your salvation and as a result of your knowing Christ as his disciple is that you've presented your body unselfishly to the Lord as a living sacrifice and you don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. But that's always the problem, isn't it? I mean, isn't this the real issue in life's conflicts? I know any time I try to help somebody spiritually, particularly when there is a struggle and a trial and and difficulty going on between a husband and wife or family members, the real issue in life uh, and in life's conflicts is this very thing that we think of ourselves more highly than we ought to think. comes natural. You don't have to take a class on it. It's not something you have to work at. It's something that just naturally flows out of a self-absorbed heart. And that's what we have. Uh, You you come to that point where, well, I have the answer. I think I know better. Uh, I don't need to talk about this with any of the others. I know better than anybody else. And my understanding of it is the only correct one. The way I see it is the only way to view it. And all of those statements like that. Philippians chapter 2, though, offers the antidote to that in verses 5 through 7. And it really sets the tone for any exploration of conflict that you have in your family. It's really an essential that you can't do without. If you want peace in your home, if you want harmony in your home, then you have to do what Philippians 2 verse 5 says. It says, to have this mind in you this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who emptied himself and took on the form of a servant. We know that that scripture gives us as a model for our own mental thinking, our own attitude is to follow the example of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is essential if you're going to have peace. Romans chapter 12, verses 4 and 5 goes on to remind you of the intimate relationship that exists not just in a physical level in your family, uh, but also a spiritual level. In other words, you're not just living with with uh, 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 people who aren't really that important to your well-being or what uh, are, are not uh, ones that you need to, to have a right relationship with. They're not just physical beings, but verse 4 says, For just as we have many members in one body, and all the members do not have the same function, verse 5, so we who are many are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. In other words, What Paul is saying here is that those folks that you live with in your family, if you're part of a believing household, then they are not just 
people that you happen to cohabitate with. They are not just people that you have made an agreement with or a business contract. But literally, if you're believing people, then you guys are all of in the in one body, the body of Christ. You are individuals within that body, and therefore you have a responsibility to make sure that you are selflessly ministering to one another's needs instead of advancing your own wants. Let me conclude this podcast today by just a subtle reminder. Uh, Let's look at the definition of conflict just for a moment. Conflict. Here it is. In order to understand what conflict is, you've got to ask the right questions. Uh, This is not a reference to just having a strong disagreement or a difference of opinion with someone in your family. This is not about someone being offended or offending somebody. Stuart Scott wrote in his book, he said, quote, These things can happen without conflict. The Latin word from which we get the word conflict means to strike. Uh, conflict is a military term, which means to fight against. When, when two people have a conflict, they may have a physical fight and or verbal fight, but both people are involved and against one another. Conflict is this, listen to this, when both parties sin against one another in their communication and or their actions and are then in opposition to one another. So the reality is conflict is not the same as having a disagreement, and that's important to remember. Uh, True conflict genuinely grieves the heart of God. It's distinctively different from just a disagreement or difference of opinion. Uh, It's not God's intention for his people, his children, uh, to have that in their family life. And instead, he calls you to be conducting your life in a way that's in keeping with the change that he made in you spiritually. Remember that change? Remember when you got saved? Remember when you gave your life to Christ? 2 Corinthians 5, 17, the Bible says, uh, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. You're a new creation. He's changed you. He made you uh, 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 spiritually a brand new person. Ephesians 4, 1, the Bible says, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Well, let's end today by just noticing this, that it's inevitable that conflicts will arise uh, in most families, and they're most often uh, come from uh, some offense that someone has done and then a sinful response to that, and it just spirals down out of control. We live in a day when everyone everywhere seems to be looking to be outraged about some trivial thing, and if you're not careful, that can trickle into your family as well. Uh, As believers, as believers, it should be your goal to avoid unnecessary offense. Most of you are familiar with 1 Corinthians 10.31, but maybe not so much with the next verse. You know, 10.31 says, whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. But not many people know verse 32, the very next verse. It says, quote, give no offense either to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God, unquote. 
So when you couple this carefulness not to offend that one in your family with the Lord's instruction in Matthew chapter 5, he says in verse 44, but I say to you, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven, for he causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. And the implication is, that you're not acting like one of God's children when you do that. So I want to challenge you today and leave you with this. Is your home a constant source of tension? Is it conflicts where there's verbal and sometimes physical altercations that take place there and you guys call yourselves believers? This needs this need not be. As the Apostle Paul said, brethren, these things ought not be so. Uh, and, and conflict are some things that arise when disagreements are not handled scripturally and spiritually. We're going to resume with this about the source of conflicts that will come up in families, and uh, we'll talk about that in the next podcast. Listen, uh, if you've offended, if you've hurt, why don't you go to that person and apologize tonight before your head hits the pillow and start the restoration and harmony at home. I'm praying for you. 